Welcome everyone to this episode of This One Time at OU. Uh, we're excited to have another great guest. We've had super guests recently, and we're going to continue that with Sophia Medved. Hi, Sophia. Hi. Hi. We also have we also have Devin and uh, Roz is hopefully joining us as well. So, uh, welcome everyone. Sophia. Thanks, Tim. Good to be here. It's always Sophia. I always say our conversations uh, begin and end with a smile. <laughs> um, I think if anyone spent time in Athens or OU, they're very familiar with the, uh, uh, I guess, internationally acclaimed Marching 110. And we're excited to have the current field coordinator with us. And so, uh, want to hear more about the band and how you and your love for OU and Athens. And so, welcome, Sophia. Thank you so much. Uh, let me tell you a little about myself. Um, I was born and raised in Charlotte, North Carolina, but my dad attended here in the 80s, and my whole life he was telling me, oh, the school's so great, and of course, you know, a teenager and their dad, I'm thinking, oh, of course, you're saying it's great, whatever, and then he took me up uh, my junior year of high school to come check it out, and I was just blown away by how beautiful the campus is. Anyone who's been down Court Street knows, you know, there's just something special about this place. And I decided to look more into the school, and I found out how amazing the marching band is, the Marching 110, and I knew that I had to be a part of it, and that's how I ended up here at OU. That's a great, but uh, you mentioned your father went here in the 80s. Now, Mm -hmm. Roz, Devin, and I, you make it sound like that's kind of old. Uh, the 86 to 91 everyone here on the phone you just missed him he graduated 85 ah yeah okay mm-hmm. so that's uh he, he is old then that's a much <laughs> for sure <laughs> now your uh your position is field co- coordinator and, and tell tell us what exactly that is uh, it's called field commander as we know oh, it um, sorry I, I blew it no biggie um yeah, a lot of different bands have different ways of, you know, having a head leader in charge. Some of them call it drum major. Uh, we call it field commander. But uh, my main priority is to teach the marching 110 the technique of our marching style. So we have a very uh, hard-driving, high-energy, athletic-style step that is characteristic to the marching 110. We're known as the most exciting band in the land because of it. Um, and so the job of the field commander is to teach the technique to the incoming freshmen, as well as maintain esprit de corps and morale of the whole group. Well, and field commander sounds so great. Like, you know, you can like, uh, make them do push-ups. If they don't. <laughs> <laughs> I would never, I would never, uh, it is very fun getting in front of the group and being able to teach and motivate 250 people. Uh, it's been a true honor and just a real adventure throughout the whole whole experience. Yeah. So, how do you earn that that position? Then is that does somebody else decide, or there's a vote, or and it seems like that would almost be like a graduate student type thing. So they accomplish that in four years seems pretty amazing. Yeah, it's an interesting process. Um, Really, the first three years, uh, you're in band, you're just trying to set the standard and always be the example that, you know, someone can look at you and know exactly what they're supposed to do on and off the field. And that's what I did. And then the end of my junior year is when the directors, Dr. Richard Sook this year, starts looking at potential candidates for field commander. And they 
kind of just interview and meet with who they're considering and then ultimately choose who's going to be the field commander and they announce it in April at something we call jam session where the whole band gets together and we play through our standard songs then at the end it's big hype of who the field commander is going to be and our director announces it um but yeah it's not an election it's up to the directors to choose who they think would be best for the position awesome do you have the same role in your high school or is that something completely new no, 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 no. I went to a very different kind of uh, marching band in high school. Our high school was, we call it a core style step where uh, our feet are low to the ground. We play more orchestral music. Um, meanwhile, the 110 is known for our very athletic, uh, hard driving marching style. We have dance breaks um, and we play more pop music and things like that. Uh, so I went to a very different kind of marching band in high school. Uh, and we didn't have that position of field commander. Uh, yeah. I decided to come here because of how different the marching band is. I really liked that, and I didn't even know about the position when I came, but I realized I loved the band, and I wanted to serve and give back to it, and this was the best way to do that. That's really cool. I think the, the Marching 110 is the only band that might have an action shot for sale in a bookstore. It's not very <laughs> action shots of a band anywhere, but it's really, and it's appropriate. It's super cool. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I remember going to a football games and then at halftime watching the band and leaving. But <laughs> that's yeah, how my dad remembers totally it too. Thing. Yeah, it's a little um, different now, but yeah. Yeah, you mentioned how athletic everyone is. Do they have to try out? Do they have to do like? Is there a, a marching band combine? Yeah, we. So it used to be, you know, before the days of technology uh, and being able to record yourself and send in a video. It used to be. Uh, that everyone would show up two weeks prior to the start of school and do an audition. Uh, you'd have to play the fight song for them in a few scales as well as uh, march a marching audition and they would tell you right then and there if you got in or not. Uh, so some poor people who didn't get in were already there two weeks earlier uh, sitting in their dorm rooms wishing they had made the band but didn't. But now we do it a totally different way. We do a video audition which most people do over the summer before they uh, come their freshman year and uh, we usually accept about 70% of the people that audition I want to say um, and then once you show up uh, if you if your video audition was good enough then you can show up you're invited to training week and you're a part of the band so do you get to keep that position next year or do you have to try out every year so once you're in the band you're in the band but we have um, these things called challenges throughout the entire season um, so even though there's 250-ish people in the band, we don't march 250 people on the field. We have alternates. Um, this is just so that in case someone gets sick or someone gets hurt, we always have someone to fill in. We don't march holes on the field. Um, so we have these things called challenges between every show, and uh, it kind of is like a mini audition that distinguishes uh, who's going to be on the field that week. Um, so once you're in the band, you're in the band, and even if you're an alternate, you're definitely part of the band. Everyone is integral, um, but we only march a certain number on the field. So you try out each week? Pretty much. It's mostly just the freshmen who are uh, in this challenge pool, as we call it, but for sure, there's always this energy on the field. You have to give your absolute best because you know that you're fighting for your spot, so... 
Um, I, so you learn a new. So as I remember, it seems like there was a new song or new routine every week or two weeks or something like that, which is also unheard of. Cause I see another school in Ohio that plays a lot of the same stuff and will break out a different thing once in a while, <laughs> but they're so boring I can't stand it. So. <laughs> yeah. So every home game we create a new. Uh, show to put on and we'll have a different show with a different theme different dance every single home game and then even though we change it up every single home game we also have these set of pieces called standards uh that we play every single game and we've done it for 30 40 years some of these songs they're so old so even though we are always about changing and getting new shows we definitely love our traditions and always play these same set of songs every time Call them standards. We play all these standards, and as far as I know, they've been around, uh, you know, decades, uh, and we still play them. So, yeah, the Doobie Brothers have been around for decades, for sure. Have you been in the band since your freshman year, and did you become the field commander this year, or have you had that title? Yeah. So I, my freshman year, I came to OU and I tried out for the band, and I made it. And I've been in it all four years, and all four years I played mellophone which is like the marching version of the French horn. Kind of looks like a trumpet with a really big bell. Um, so all four years I've played mellophone, and then this past year I've been field commander. But the unique thing about being field commander is even though I'm in charge of teaching the band, I still get to perform every single game. I'm still on the field performing with the rest of the band. Um, so all four years I've been lucky enough to be in the band and to perform. So there's not a, a director per se that's saying, hey, this I, I always thought there was. There are directors, so Dr. Richard Sook and our assistant director, Mrs. Talley, this year, they are the ones, and we have two graduate students as well, they are the ones who get up on the podium and they direct us, give us, uh, they conduct us and give us time to follow, and then they are the ones who give feedback about our drill, about our music. My main priority is to teach uh, fundamentals of the marching technique to the band. And as the commander, keeping everybody in line. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, I, I, did you get interviewed at all on the history of the band? Did you have to know that? And, and I, I really don't know. Is it hit, how long it has it been there since 1804? Yeah, I actually, uh, I didn't really know the history too well when I first joined the band. But over the past four years, I've gotten to learn a lot about it. So even though the school was founded in 1804, the band wasn't a thing until 1923. There was a student named Homer Byard. And he decided that Ohio University needed a marching band. So he held a meeting here on campus with uh, uh, fellow students, and they elected to create a marching band. And that's kind of how the marching band got started. And for a long time, about 40 years, there were a lot of changes, a lot of directors that came in. But it wasn't until 1966 when uh, Gene Threlkill came in as director, and he brought a lot of changes to the band that are still in use today. Um, so before 1966, when Gene Threlko came into the band, the band was co-ed with men and women, and they wore green blazers and gray slacks and skirts with green and white ties. And then Gene Threlko came in and pretty much changed everything about the band. He, the biggest change was that he removed women from the band. Uh, it became a totally male Not activity. Cool. I was going to say, <laughs> like, he's the one, he probably gave you those big heavy uniforms too, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He's the one who implemented the hard-driving style you see today. He's the one who brought in the uniforms, 
pretty much everything about the band that you see today was implemented by him. He also implemented that it was an all-male group, and they were known as the Marching Men of Ohio for those years that they were all men. Uh, the band eventually came co-ed again in 1975 when Ronald Saccarelli came in as director, um, and he re- readmitted the woman. But pretty much from that point... Um, 1966 that's when the band as you see it now was created uh he's the one who implemented all those changes that you see today well that's great you passed the test that yeah. Awesome. yeah that is that's i i would put you as field commander if i interviewed you <laughs> do you uh as far as the, the music selection i imagine the fight song's always there um do you change that up based on who you're playing where you're going so the directors are the ones who creatively decide uh, what themed shows we're going to have. Like this year, we had a space show where we played Space Oddity in Summer of 69. Um, we had a country show a few years ago when I was in the band. We have a lot of pop shows as well where we just play current pop music. But sometimes we do, uh, you know, pick a theme based on what's happening. Uh, so, for example, I think two years ago, maybe it was last year, we did a Halloween show because the game was on October 30, October 31st. So we did uh, Takata and F- Funk, um, Don't Fear the Reaper. So sometimes uh, we change up the repertoire based on what's going on, but normally it's just a theme that the directors come up with and they find a few songs that fit that theme. That's perfect. Uh, I had no idea, and that makes makes perfect sense. Yeah. Devin, you, uh, I guess we didn't tell you, Sophia, both of Devin's children went to OU as well as Devin, so he's had a lot of band time. We've sent a lot Are of they band. in the band? No. Um, actually, neither one of my kids, well, my daughter plays guitar and piano, but she played open mic nights, but not anything in the band. They played mm-hmm. soccer at the, mm-hmm. and so she was, obviously knew a lot of athletes, so we'd go to basketball games and football games as well. So, yeah, that was always cool. Also, does the 110 contribute to the basketball pep band or is that completely different or is that just a select different oh yeah yeah we definitely contribute to the basketball band we call it varsity band because it's a smaller group um this year i think it's about 50 people that play at the uh we call it the pep band as well that play the basketball games and um we still play the fight song and a lot of songs we played throughout the season to pump up the crowd um, and also the band gets really into the game, you know, we'll yeah, yell at the yeah. rest, we'll cheer on the team. It's really, it's really fun experience. Um, uh, yeah. And we're actually going to the Mac tournament in Cleveland to support the team this over spring break. So that'll be really That's fun. Cool. Could have used it yeah. last night. I'm not sure what happened there, but that was awful. Yeah. Yeah, that was bad. But I did read on Facebook, someone said, yeah, but they have to go back to their school. And at least uh, even uh, though the the team has a long bus ride back to Athens, they're still going to Athens. So they still win. <laughs> still, <laughs> so that's still always winning. Good. Very yeah, true. Exactly. <laughs> that's, well, speak, speaking of going places, have you um, – I imagine your four years you've been all over, uh, maybe the world. Tell oh us my about goodness. that. Do you guys travel a lot? Yes. The Marching 110 is known internationally – um, they've been on international trips before. They went to Paris, Italy, Ireland. Um, not in my time, uh, have I traveled with those, uh, groups, but, uh, I've been to Tennessee. I've been to Pittsburgh. We played at two, sorry, three NFL stadiums. We played in, um, uh, Lucas Oil Stadium where the Colts play. 
We played at the Brown Stadium, the Bengals Stadium. Huge. Yeah. Nice. So has your dad? Does your dad come or parents come up and watch games as he get back to Athens for those any of those performances? Yeah, my dad, he is such a supporter of the band. He came to every home game this year, even though he lives in Charlotte, North Carolina, six hours away. He came to every home game to support the band and to support me, which was really awesome. Nice. Um, well, what's your, I guess you, you don't, your major isn't probably field commander. What are you studying at OU? And tell us about your time at OU. We, uh, you know, we like on our podcast what this is really all about, how much we enjoy Athens and OU. Did you start out in the dorms? And, and what's your major? Yeah, so I'm in the Honors College here at OU, so there are a certain set of Honors College dorms, um, Johnson Hall and Reed Hall on East Green. East Green is the best green. It's so pretty. Um, And I study engineering physics. That's my major. I'm also a music minor, though, because I just love music. Can't get enough. Awesome. You mentioned East Green being the best green, so that means you've never been to South Green? Oh, you kidding me? South Green? No, no one wants to live there anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's where it was at when we were there, and now they call it the Dirty South, right? Yeah, they call yeah. it Dirty South. What's ironic, though, is my dad's dorm was uh, Katie Dorm on South Green. It just got torn down. He said it was, like, one of the best places, but 30 years later, I guess not, you know? <laughs> yeah, we uh, uh Devin, did your... You were in March off, right? I was. Yeah, did that survive? I haven't heard of that. Say it again. Martzoff? I don't think so. It was right yeah. next to Arm Brewster. Arm Brewster's still there. Arm Brewster is still there. I think they're yeah, planning that's... to renovate all of those, though. The ones that remain? Because they, they tore down probably, what, seven or eight? Yeah. Quite a few. Oh, sad, sad times. But they were used pretty hard, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, a lot of times uh, people talk about where they worked as a student if they did work, but I guess you probably mm-hmm. be in the marching band, you wouldn't have time to have a job. And plus, your major, what was your major, did you say? Engineering physics. Yeah, you pick some easy ones. Yeah. Like <laughs> well, I actually had a really easy job, too. I worked on the particle accelerator that the university owns, I worked in the lab there. That was my first job, and now I work in the acoustic physics lab. So it was related. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I actually, uh, this year, as part of uh, my education, I have to write a senior thesis, and I'm doing it on this research. Uh, I was able to combine both my passions for music and for band and um, also for physics uh, to create an experiment that studies the vibrational analysis of brass instruments and brass materials. Um, and so I'm studying that in the acoustic physics lab here and I'll be publishing my thesis in May. And where was the first place you say you worked? What, what, what happens in that room? That sounds all super smart stuff. Yeah. So I worked on a nuclear physics team that's based out of the Edwards accelerator lab. Um, I did data analysis for, uh, x-ray bursting neutron stars. So basically these really hot, dense neutron stars would emit x-ray burst flashes of light and I would study them in their chemical makeup. How did you know their chemical makeup? <laughs> uh, you can tell based on the x-ray burst, like the luminosity that comes out of it, you can tell uh, like the reaction and you could tell uh, the percentages of different materials that were uh, released in the burst. Just by looking at it? I think we're over it, ta- it takes a lot more than that, but yeah, basically. 
Well, that is fantastic. So uh, you have to apparently you have to be super smart also to be a field commander. <laughs> I guess um, all the field commanders I've had have been very ta- intelligent. I've learned a lot from them as well. And probably just uh, managing time. Yes, that's for sure something that every field commander has to have. Well, we uh, I noticed there's a uh, well one there's an alumni just for the 110, and they have their own Facebook page. It's a pretty strong alumni association. Do you? Uh, oh yeah. Do you have a lot of interaction with alumni? Yeah, the alumni support is amazing. Um, we've been through a lot this year, and they've really had our backs. Um, they support us at every show, every single thing. And the real reason is because anyone who's ever worn that Ohio marching uh, jacket, they know how important the band is and how how family-oriented it is. The band really is like a family. They're my brothers and sisters, and I'm sure anyone who stepped on the f- uh, field as a band member knows that. And that's why our alumni base is so strong is because we really are a family, and that's continued even after we graduate. Yeah, we talk about uh, Devin, Roz, and I, well, we all went to school together, so we're, we're prime examples of that, and lifelong friends, and I imagine that you even have more, just, uh, you know, probably no strangers yeah. in the band and, and no enemies. Oh, of course. It's hard to get to know 250 people, for sure, but I know that I could go up to anyone in the band, and if I needed something, they'd be there for me, and vice versa. Yeah, and probably they look at you. Do you do a lot of mentoring about, hey, what should I do? You know, I'm a brand new freshman. Do you? And they look at what your curriculum looks like. They're like, no, I was thinking about becoming like a gym teacher. Do, this, uh, <laughs> do you mentor a lot of folks? Um, I wouldn't say like directly. I'm definitely privileged. I think a lot of people respect me and look up to me, but it goes both ways. Uh, I respect them, and I think I learn a lot from them. They learn a lot from me. Um, definitely the freshmen. I've mentored a few, given advice to, especially everyone knows, I'm sure you know, at OU, freshman year is hard no matter where you go. You're away from your parents for the first time. Sometimes you just need a friend or advice, and it's the first time your parents aren't around to give it to you. So absolutely, uh, I've mentored and given advice to some people. And I'm sure you can't be in the band, and I'm sure people have over the years, go out all, stay up all night Friday night and, and go perform and be productive and not pass out uh, you imagine that's pretty strict rules around that yes uh when it comes saturday game day you have to be 100 percent ready to take the field um we definitely enjoy our social life together uh but for sure performing on that field comes first um yeah yeah it's not like uh i imagine that it's looked down if you if if you don't conduct yourself correctly Oh, absolutely. You're you let, you letting down your family. Yeah, exactly. You'll you'll lose your spot if you uh, aren't game day ready, you know. Hey, we started off talking and you mentioned your father went to OU. Uh, did you have any friends from Charlotte that, that were at Ohio University? Because, you know, we had a lot of Ohio people that I went with, some from New York, West Virginia. I don't know. Devin, do you remember any folks from Charlotte? I, I, don't, I don't remember that. I don't know anybody from the South, really. Yeah. Yeah, so it's actually a really funny story. There aren't that many people from Charlotte that go here. Um, But when I decided I was going to go here, I showed two of my friends in the marching band. Their names are Matthew Kugler and John Hall. I showed them a video of the marching band, and they were all in. Uh, They wanted to go there, too. 
Um, and so they actually came up here with me to attend college. Both of them are here, uh, and they're both mellophones as well in the band. So oh, those are the nice yeah, it's yeah, a small like, world. Yeah, yeah that yeah. is super. And now, like, because there's probably like 400 people just in the band, or mm-hmm. like, I guess there's only 250 people. No, yeah, that is great. Well, what convinced them to come? They're like, you're such a great person. We just can't without <laughs> you for the next four years. No, we were all goofball nerds together in high school, and I showed them the band, and I told them about Ohio University, and both of them fell in love not just with the band, but with Ohio University, I mean, you guys know how beautiful the campus is and just the culture of the university, and we all decided we were going to go, um, and it's been absolutely the best uh, having those friends from high school all the way through college. Yeah, it's nice to reconnect that way, too. Mm-hmm. So, one thing we find... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, what's one thing about being field commander that uh, surprised you when you got the role that you didn't expect to happen? Um, I thought that I'd have to be like this austere leader all the time. And for sure, when I'm on the field, I, you know, try to always put my best foot forward and be a strong leader. But definitely, I'm always still a goofball at heart. I I thought I'd have to give that up. But on the field, I still have fun. I still joke around. And off the field, I'm still just a goofball with my buddies. So that's something I definitely thought I'd have to give up as field commander, but I'm very excited that I didn't have to. That's why the 110 is better than other bands as well. That's right. You can tell that. I mean, it comes through in the performance. You can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when we're on the field, we're 100% uh, giving it our all, but off the field, we're just a big, goofy family. Are marching bands like ranked like all the sports teams are? No, I think every school thinks their marching band is the best. For sure, we have a big and rivalry. We all, know the right, we all know the real rivalry yeah. of that, right? Yeah. Ours is the best, number one. There's sure. definitely some college band rivalries. Um, like, we got Ohio State uh, is definitely a big one. Does Ohio um, State have a band? Yeah, they have a <laughs> very good band, but oh. obviously, I'm biased. I think we are 100% the best best band. For sure. Yeah, they're kind of sleepy, I think. What about Stanford Band? I think you guys should face off with them. That seems more in line. I don't know anything about Stanford Band. Uh, they have a history of just doing different things. Goofy stuff, yeah. yeah. I will say that the, so, in our area, the OU, your style has influenced a lot of high schools around here, actually. And you, you can tell the ones that have that and the ones that I think they're more show performance. Mm-hmm. Those are not as entertaining in my opinion yeah we definitely have a big influence on the surrounding area high schools we uh try to visit a few at least once a year we try to visit a different high school and perform for them and it's really awesome because we're like they're superstars almost like everyone feels famous when we're performing in front of the high schoolers it's awesome nice it is that that is awesome um because we're your father's age when we lived in athens we went to the dorms for a couple years and then you went to houses and lived there did you guys did you do you guys did you got did you do that as well yeah i lived um two years on campus and then two years i've lived off campus on mound street um and i actually live with two other marching 110 people one of them being one of my uh, friends from high school yeah what happened to the other friend from high school did he make it Oh yeah, he's still here. He okay. uh he lives a couple houses over. Yeah, that's awesome. I think uh, Roz might have lived on Mound Street, but uh, she was having technical difficulties this evening. Mm-hmm. 
Well, Devin, anything else to add? Am I coming back for the homecoming to march with the homecoming band, or is that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that is such a big part of homecoming and of the Ohio Ohio University marching band is our homecoming band. Um, I'm so excited to come back and wear my jacket and be able to perform on that field one more time as an alumni. Yeah, it is that parade is a different experience then too i didn't even yeah. know there was parade when we were there but we came back later when the kids were there and it's like there's a lot of people in this band it's really loud mm-hmm. <laughs> i know i'm excited i wish i would have seen the band more when i was there <laughs> sophia we usually end our show with our guests telling about what they like most about athens at ou or perhaps a special memory and sometimes both can you share share anything with us yeah um For sure, my favorite memory at OU and with the marching band is my first homecoming ever. Um, I knew that the alumni band was a big deal, and I knew that it would be a very big alumni band. It would be very loud, but I remember taking the field, and we performed our halftime show, and then the alumni band came on. They rushed on, and we all played Stand Up and Cheer together like 500 600 people strong and the whole stadium went crazy everyone was cheering and it's just an amazing feeling all four years that i've been privileged enough to play with the alumni band uh, with us has just been an awesome experience uh sharing in past traditions and looking you know toward the future it's it's such a powerful feeling i bet great. everyone knows the songs, like your core songs, everyone knows, and you don't ever probably forget those if you're 80 years old. No way. And then, yeah, our post-game show, um, all of us take the field, and then the alumni, and they're about three or four drinks in, I want to say at this point. They come on the field with us, and we all play our standard songs. People are dancing. People are going crazy. It's such a good time. Uh, I absolutely love it. That is great. Now, if you were not, if you weren't privileged to be in the band, what do you think would be your favorite thing about Athens? Definitely the just the campus in general. One of my favorite things to do is just walk around campus along the bike trail. It's so pretty, looking at the Hawking uh, River. Um, just a very beautiful campus. One of the reasons I came here. Couldn't agree more. Mm-hmm. Yes, we. Uh, can't say enough things about Athens and OU. Well, we want to thank you for spending your time time with us this evening, and I'm just excited that, to learn more about the 110 and glad to put this out. So hopefully the folks who don't know about the 110 will, will listen because it is a great story. It is a great band. And, Sophia, again, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Devin, thank you. Yeah, thanks, Tim. Thanks, Sophia. Check them out on YouTube, too. Check the band out if you haven't already or haven't done it in a while. For sure, it's worth watching. Yeah, should we just type in uh, uh, Ohio University Marching 110? I'll embed Yep. Up. Yep, I'll do that, and I'll put something on the website, too. How about that? Oh, that's great. Well, thanks, everyone.